But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. I uh, see, and I started with uh again. I fucked it. Welcome back, everyone, to another week of the Dismal Tide. Don't fucking do that. Uh, this is me. I'm Brendan. I am. I am the king of Mount Holly. I'm here. Uh, that that cackling laughter is is he's called the Lothario of North Brooklyn. Uh, one Michael Johnson. I don't like that. And, and well, that's too fucking bad. And uh, the silent partner thus far is uh, Canada's host. Drew. Yes. Hello, everybody. Hello, Drew. Happy to have you with us this week on the Tide. I'm um, so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me back. Uh, it. Oh, it's our pleasure. I can say that, like, honestly, uh, between you and Kipo, it's hard to say who helped me, like, guide the new direction of the show more. Because I just realized, like, watching you guys do your thing, they're just like, I can just, just torturing Mike and making Mike feel bad is a show. Like, that's a show. That's enough. It's fun to make people feel bad and show them (laughs) nasty things. It, you know, uh, it it is. And that's, that's part of the joy of, uh, of being online and so much of, uh, of what I enjoy at this point. Uh, so much of what my friends are doing online is just finding uh, just very nasty things and, uh, playing videos. And that's what, uh, Ed does so well. Um, Drew, your show uh, finds uh, uh, quite a lot of uh, very bizarre uh, clips. The, the things that was, um, the the entire comedy episode of the recent of Drew's show, Globe Hell Warning, for those yep. unaware, the amount of things that you have <laughs> that are just read in <laughs> that are being read by that robot voice. Yeah, uh, is that is that are those videos that people have made, or is that just like you putting it into like a reader and that's doing it? So those were tweets that were being being read. Um, no, part 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 of it I I, I don't know because I, I don't listen to it. And, and jo- Josiah Josiah plays stuff on on his end. Um, Josiah he is the co-host of the show. Um, he plays stuff on his end um, that I don't hear. Um, so it's it's possible it was one of those. But most of those tweets were written by. Um, by a 50 uh, plus year old uh, horny man. Um, the, 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 the salt of the earth on Twitter. Yeah. The bread and butter of Twitter. Yeah, it's actually a very, a very a great part of, of Twitter. I, I don't if if anybody follows the Glopel Twitter account, we got in a lot of trouble the other week. It's a plagiarism scandal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I listened to the most recent one. So, so I guess... Uh, if, you can get into yeah. it. All right. The, the... <laughs> he doesn't know how. <laughs> it's, it's hard. We we ended up. We were doing. Uh, I don't know how know how we got into it. We got into a very horny side of Twitter, where these these people make really horny tweets, and we started copying them. And Josiah, who's the co-host, started um, just ending ending up uh, copying pasting them. um and somebody found out and a lot of people got mad at us uh and we had to apologize uh and josiah became friends with the person who got mad at us and they said our our trolls were nice that's the dream great to find you got great to find some common ground with all the extremely horny uh uh joke writers yeah these terrible ter- these terrible joke writers <laughs> just just awful stuff it's very hard for for me to describe without reading some of their tweets and i don't want to do that <laughs> because your your uh your your episode will will, will get shadow banned you know what i never considered we might already be shadow banned our numbers no. should be so much in the millions frankly yeah it's a joke that it's not that's, that's my problem too. <laughs> I think one of my favorite weeks on Twitter, uh, like semi recently, was the uh, the global train uh, day. Mm-hmm. It was just like the subway tracks that went all over the world that didn't make any sense. Yeah, I just don't... like setting that up so people go like, "This doesn't make any sense." It was so fucking funny. I love yeah. that so much. That that was uh, Dave Loach uh, who okay. posted that. 
And then we we had the worldwide train idea. So we posted our worldwide train episode along with that. Um, and it really, it really exposed us to a whole new audience. Um, just like our horny tweets. train enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah, actually that that <laughs> that episode has thousands, thousands of listens. <laughs> and, and none of our other ones do. It's it is part of what I what I wonder if if our show were ever to become popular for whatever reason, it's just like what what are we in really inviting onto ourselves? <laughs> like mm-hmm. if if one of these were to catch uh, uh catch on in a big way for uh for for any one concept or if any one person put it in front of enough people, uh that then what? And it's just like would Brendan and I handle it well? And the answer is probably no. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like if I were getting yelled at by a lot of trained people all day, I would, I, I would initially try to reason with them, and then I would just get very mad. But for us, like, it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't be trained people. It'd be like people who really like Colin Cowherd. It'd That's be like, true. Yeah, it'd be like people who who watch every episode of First Take. Yeah, we, we would. Be, yeah, mm-hmm. if if we got us getting in front of the wrong audience would mean like uh, getting yelled at by a bunch of very serious like sports radio fans do you think uh, they would they could play play it like a clip of your show on espn and be like well, these guys are pieces of shit and <laughs> these sh- fucking jokers yeah yeah this that, isn't like, even funny these aren't jokes <laughs> yeah uh we'd be getting yelled at all day by guys whose profile picture is like a picture of their son mm-hmm. um and 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 uh, uh, and I, I can't imagine handling it well. Yeah, just a bunch but, of men you know, who, after every game from LeBron, talk about whether that moved him up or down in the GOAT rankings after every game. Mm-hmm. And then they listen to our show and they go, like, these guys don't even give a fuck who the They're GOAT even, is. Like, what yeah. the fuck are they doing with the sports show if they don't care who the GOAT is? Yeah, exactly. But it's it's great. You you reach out to a whole other side of, of Twitter that you don't see all the time and it's it's it was exciting it was probably the best week of twitter i've ever had um <laughs> and life doesn't feel the same no <laughs> it, it, it can't can't get back to that high no no i'm just looking <laughs> at, at some tweets now and <laughs> and they're, they're just i just want to i just want to retweet all of them on my <laughs> podcast web page brendan what if we did do that what if we had uh started a novelty show where it was just um uh deciding uh, america's most goaded and we're every week trying to determine the the all-time goat rankings using um almost no information especially during like off seasons when nothing's happening and then we're just like comparing instagram posts and talking about whether or not that is raised or lowered lebron stock I think it would be you so think- funny to have a show like built on that premise and then just like not even take it seriously yourself. I just think like, only who are only- the GOAT basketball players? And she's like, ah, who fucking cares? It's Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I think you only do it during the off season and yeah, do, that- it, do it as like a daily, daily 50 minute power ranking. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah, Michael Jordan going in like different commercials or like making signings for for Charlotte just like raises and lowers him in the GOAT ranking. Yeah, short LeBron enough. LeBron responding to Trump. It's like, short, wow, yeah. he moved up. He moved up. Short enough so that people would be able to listen to all of it. And because if, it, if, if they were an hour, if we were doing some long form thing, they wouldn't have the patience for it. They would just say this sucks. But if you could keep it short, you get them in every day. <laughs> And just keep bringing them back, though. Get them worked up. I don't know. It's uh, something to consider for the future. That could be the that could be the supplement show. Yeah, that could, uh, the Dismal Tide spinoff. This will be, but this one will be behind a paywall. Not the specific episode, but like the Dismal Tide will be behind a paywall. You know, did you, did you see on Twitter that I said we're moving the to Seychelles for uh, for tax purposes? Did you see the picture? Do I have to uh, move my debit card it's an, account? It's, an, to... in, it's, an, uh, it's an island in the Indian Ocean, but they're the number. They have the the second highest uh, rate of uh, COVID vaccinations per hundred citizens. It's a uh, fifty-seven per hundred, so it's a safe place to go. Wow, it's beautiful, and it's a tax haven. And we, I think, we can really 
you know, take advantage of that. I think uh, with the with a couple savvy business decisions, I think we could do the uh, and um, and you should see the the views on the if you go to Dismal Tide. On should Twitter. we have an LLC? Do you think we should set up an LLC? We'll yeah, do that ne- next pod. Gonna, we'll, we'll march everybody through because obviously I know how to set up an we're LLC. We're going to incorporate it in, in Seychelles, and I'm fairly certain that's the way the name of the country is pronounced. And uh, and we're just going to rake it in. Well, that's beautiful. Well, that could be yours, Brendan. I just need your debit card. I bet. Uh, let's watch an episode of Gridiron Heights. I'm in the watch together. I'm ready. All right. All right. Oh, wait, now I am. I've clicked join the room. All right. And there, all three of us are in there. That was the smoothest that's ever gone. Here we go. This is uh, from a couple of years ago, I believe. This is called Cliff Kingsbury, Baby Kyler Lead the Way for the Cardinals. And this is uh, this is the Star Wars episode. All right. Well, right. I believe the Mandalorian so, episode. So before you before you hit start, I think um, we're, we're going to see some classic Gridiron Heights tropes, which is that um, any rookie talks in a baby voice. Yes. Uh, even though many of them are, you know, the 22 years old they and have, have kids. been mm-hmm. have met a lot. Many, some of them have kids, many of, of them have given hundreds of nationally televised interviews and we know exactly what they sound like. Um, I, I am afraid I, I've not seen the Mandalorian, um, nor do I know that much about Cliff Kingsbury expect, except that his name is spelled with a K which I find perplexing. He was the the pioneer of the air raid offense from Texas Tech. And it's hard to say whether it actually works because it turns out that when you're a college coach <laughs> and the quarterback you're coaching with an innovative, innovative offense, when that quarterback is Patrick Mahomes, you can get away with just about anything. You know? It turns out when there's 112 teams, you can, you can have some weird ones. Uh, let's check this one out. All right. Hey, college boy, why don't you make like you did at USC and leave before you get started? Good one, Sean. Thanks, Bengals coach. It's Zach Taylor. Oscar Isaac, Daisy Ridley. Air raid. Air raid. Okay, so it may take a few more years for this to work in the pros. That was some, that was some classic but Mandalorian nonsense right there. That's right. As we all love. Hi, Coach Patrick Mahomes. You're hired. Here's a gift basket I made you. He's so small. Oh. We have to That's Brogu. That Brogu. was the child. No! Not Miami! Just kill me! Wow. We come from Samoa Haleski. Such a cute voice, actually. It works. It, this is the first time it's actually worked. For your next bounty, we want close losses to good teams. I will destroy that child! Let's cover the spread. Hey, how do you make yours do cool things? Who wants a baby? I'm Dan Snyder and I'm abandoning babies now! They all have one. That, that was, they weren't as good, though. They don't have Kyler. New breakout character. Please subscribe below so every episode can have more Zach Taylor. We're going to have Zach Taylor t-shirts, Zach Taylor plushies, okay. Zach Taylor video games. Zach attack, y'all. So that was your first, uh, all your right. first dose of Gridiron Heights. Let me pause Fantastic. This. What'd you think? I mean, you are you are the, I believe you're known on Twitter as like the Star Wars scholar. Yeah, um, it was very accurate. It was. I I thought it was Star Wars at, at points. <laughs> um, but there were some uh, key giveaways. Um, they were all uh, they were all athletes, pro athletes, instead of being Star Wars aliens and stuff. I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, they were certainly mm-hmm. they were pretending to be the end. Do you watch the NFL, Drew? I I don't know anything about <laughs> anything. <laughs> Those were all NFL players and coaches, mm-hmm. you know, as you know. Um, the child, uh, or mm-hmm. Grogu, as I'm sure you know him, uh, was was played by Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. He was the number one pick, you know. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury was the Mandalorian. He pressed a button on his wrist for the whistling birds, and it was a bunch of footballs. Yeah, I, that was great. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, they covered the spread at one point. He used the force. I don't know if you caught that. That was good, I saw too. that. That was good. Um, that yeah. was honestly a little more concise and put together than most of their movie parodies. Like that didn't really have the six jokes a second. Okay. Like pace that they usually have. Like that was more watchable than usual. You, would you agree with that, Mike? Slightly more watchable than usual. The pacing is much better. It's ordinarily relentless to the point where 
if you try to comment on something as it's happening, you talk over three other jokes and then they move on to something and you don't know what they're talking about. Right. Uh, and go ahead. I'm sorry. Now, uh, and, and and also as as a curator of so many uh, uh, Star Wars, uh, terrible Star Wars memes that um, that you've managed to come across. Well, I noticed you said <laughs> terrible there. I don't know. Oh, Drew, uh, <laughs> you can be honest. <laughs> Drew, well, no, uh, Drew retweets a lot of things. Well, that um, that I find perplexing. Uh, number one, uh, I. <laughs> oh, all all, all this stuff. There, there's so many like uh, just the all all the many Disney accounts and uh, like I, it's it's it is like we talked about sort of with the with with the different parts of Twitter that you end up exposed to with worldwide train. It's just, there's a lot of sort of like Disney memes, which now encompasses basically all media. So, so yeah. all Star Wars is in there as well. But I, I, I didn't know that this sort of content existed. I said it at the end of uh, last week's episode with Dan, but I remember when, when Disney plus got announced and someone made a Photoshop of like all the different um disney properties carrying netflix's coffin and i just said yeah who cared enough to make this but uh yeah but but you so you've seen uh you've probably seen as many grogu memes as as anyone Mm -hmm. um uh did gridiron heights uh uh where where do they fall as far as their uh use of shoehorning him into everything um you know, it was it was it was pretty amateur, I think. <laughs> um, without the context of knowing much about the Mandalorian, I'm inclined to agree. As yeah. uh, that seems to be um, that that's the, the house style for Bleacher yeah. Report and uh, Gridiron Heights. I mean, it doesn't look like they put a lot of work into this. I mean, like the the people working on this show have to be honest to themselves, yeah, and they, they have to look at the product at the end of the day, and they have to know that it's oh, this is. They, Let's They're putting the these out once there. a week. They're putting these out once a week. Once a week? Yeah. <laughs> I, I follow the writer. Yo, it's once a week during the football season. And the football season is 17 regular season weeks and probably like four or five postseason weeks. Um, and then maybe they do a preseason episode. So 17 plus five or six or seven. So they're doing like 24 of these a year. And it's every week once they're in football season. Uh, I follow the writer online and I, I, I've started enjoying like just seeing what he has to say about each episode once it's once it's finished. And let mm-hmm. me see if I can let me see if I can find him. I forget his name. His name doesn't sink into my brain. Um Dennis Flynn, D Fly Away Home. Uh, and like he has more followers than I do, but I bring this up every week. Like I don't have any followers because I don't tweet anything. Um but the the writer for like the Bleacher Report property, Gridiron Heights, which which genuinely gets like a million or two million views between their app and like YouTube every single week, uh, he has six hundred and thirty seven followers, which to me just like isn't enough. It's very funny to me. Again, he's many magnitudes more popular than me. Like, because if I were him and I heard me say that, I'd be like, well, who the fuck is he to talk? One hundred and six. Like, shut up. Right. Um, well, I see, won't shut up, and I won't just... go away. He's making something that two million people a week see, and he can just go. He can walk into wherever, and uh, he can just slip, get, go in and out. He can go buy a. He can go to Wawa, and he can get a hoagie, and he can leave, and no one's going to ask him about Gridiron Heights because they don't know it's him. Nobody cares about it. He just sees a. He looks over someone's shoulder, and they're watching Gridiron Heights, and they're laughing, and then he just smiles and walks back to his car. Uh, so is this a big thing? No, Gridiron, uh, I don't. No. I've never met anyone that likes it. Matt, okay. uh, Matt is friends with one person who he said will unironically send them to him. Um, but uh, that's the only uh, thing I've ever heard from anyone who enjoys this at all is that okay. Matt know Matt knows one person, <laughs> and of everyone that we've showed it to, no one else. No people either never heard of it. Or, uh, or or never had anyone mention it to them. Okay. And by the way, they do these for um, not not every sport, but there is a basketball one as well, and uh, there's there's a soccer one too. Oh wow! Um, and none none are any better than the other. 
I'm gonna get a job writing for one of these. I'm gonna get it. This this Why other not? guy, I, I've just found the other another. So there's a tweet from February 9th from Dennis Flynn, uh, where somebody else brings him up, and then all the other writers of the that season of the show. Um, one of them writes for Sam B. Another one is a producer, Great Iron Heights, formerly Game of Zones, at Men and Blazers, uh, NYU alum. Uh, none of them eclipse 600 followers, even the guy who writes for Sam B. Oh. Fascinating to me. This is fascinating. Oh, and also to- I've to followed all of them. Back. They're actually going to see that I followed them as well. Because oh, they have so few followers that they'll see it. Uh, when I was talking about the things that you will retweet, I think the thing that uh, more than I, I most of the time, like any of the, the 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 Star Wars things, will fly on the radar. The the Office memes are the things that will catch mm. my my attention. Yeah, and I'll just see too many of them. Just like who is doing that? I'm like, oh, that's true. There's an, yeah, it's, it's it's an entire culture behind the Office memes. The it I I don't I really can't say I foresaw a uh a that becoming the only show um, 10 years after it stopped. And yet it is, it's the only show. Well, there's the office, there's parks and rec, there's Brooklyn nine, nine. I, uh, have you ever seen an episode of Brooklyn nine, nine, Mike? I don't think so. And uh, I, I don't really know anything about it. I know it's got Andy Samberg and beyond that, nothing. Uh, I, I've I've not seen it. I know it has a a very dedicated online fan base because I because I know it it got canceled on one network and came back on another, but I can't remember which or or to where. Uh, it was on Fox and then it moved to NBC. Uh, I find it bad. The Office I think is like an actual like fine show. Um, Parks and Rec I find to be bad. Um, I've seen it. I've seen them all. Probably seen them all twice. But then just like something, I don't know, you hate to blame everything on Trump, but somewhere around after Trump, I just got so sick of all that shit. It was just like, this is unwatchable. Like, imagine looking at all these, like, ugh, just the way she like adores all these politicians. It just kind of makes you puke. It, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's one of the, you know, it's Parks and Rec isn't the sort of thing that you want to have to watch and like be thinking about Donald Trump. I, I mean, like, I guess that's true of basically everything, <laughs> but but yeah, when whenever uh, when she's talking about her like wall of inspirational women or whatever, and it's just a bunch of people who have like like it's like Diane Feinstein who like yeah. told yeah. a bunch of who like told a bunch of like child climate activists to to, to go die. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's hard to it's hard to look past that. Yeah, kind of just yeah. laid it all bare. Yeah, exactly. But I did have a, a policy. Um, that goes back years uh, of uh, of of by def default blocking anyone who would post the the Chris Pratt uh, reaction meme. <laughs> which, oh, yeah. uh, actually, has seems to have to an extent gone out of style. I, yeah. I don't I, I don't see it as much uh, anymore. I guess uh, I guess there's there's so many gifts now. I'm trying to do uh, it. That's pretty. That's not bad. That's okay. <laughs> I haven't seen Not it in bad. a while. I haven't seen it. I block whoever Mike's Mike blocks, you know, solidarity. Blockchain. <laughs> That's what it is, um, right? I just, mm -hmm. I, I'm just, uh, like so many people, I just block brands. And then I hope to eventually get to the point where I only see promoted tweets of like um, petty grudges. I want to yeah. see like, I want to see promoted tweets of someone who is really pissed off uh, with like the service they got on their car. And are like calling out a dealership publicly, and they paid money to make sure that everyone sees it. Oh, that, I, that I don't is, think I've ever seen that. That's the good stuff. That's mm -hmm. the really good stuff. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta block it. Like, you think you do it when you just block, say, like, um, pick any, uh, like Bloomberg. But then there's, there is basically every single like tab that would be on the Bloomberg website has its own Twitter page. So you have to block. Um, for for any one media company, you have to block absolutely every uh, all of them until you can finally get to the good stuff. But it's work. It's it's a lot of work. You got to really want it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know how bad you really want it, Brendan. I've always no. I block. I block tons of uh, of ads. And then like something oh. will happen, and like a news story well, will pop up, and I'll click it, and be like, "Why the fuck did I block Reuters?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like they must have posted some promoted mm -hmm. tweet. 
so everybody take a look at that watch together and see if anything else catches your eye. Do you guys want to watch anything else? I'm I want to know what the Tom Brady Horcruxes are. Yeah, let's take a look. I because okay. I don't even have I I don't even have a good guess. And if I'm being honest, I'm not really sure what a Horcrux is. Googling the word now. Should I explain to Mike what a Horcrux is on the show? No, either. You don't know either? Nope. Uh, Okay, well, let's start at the top. It's from Harry Potter. I did not expect that. I knew it was from Harry Potter. (laughs) I didn't know what happened. Basically, it's just a little piece of Voldemort's soul. So what he did to keep himself alive is like he would do some sort of curse when he killed somebody and a piece of his soul would go into an object. And that way, if he was properly killed, he could use these little pieces of his soul to come back to life. It's kind of like that's uh, why he was so hard to kill. And it's the... like um, in Hellraiser or Uncle Frank for uh, it, his, his body's ripped apart by the Cenobites in the attic. Um, but then when blood seeps through the floor, for whatever reason, bits of him are still under the floor. He can he's reinvigorated by the blood of other people, rats, uh, drippings from somebody's uh, uh, cut hand. And he fully reanimates. And I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure of the science on that, but that seems to be how it works. Is uh, there anything I'll have like to look that? into it. Um, sort of. You're it not, sounds it's, the same. It's, it's not incredibly far off. Like, you know, um, I mean, without because the first minute and a half of this video is this guy explaining who Tom Brady is and explaining what <laughs> horcruxes are. <laughs> At so, one point. And I'll, uh, uh, let me know if you get bored because this is 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. <laughs> Tom Brady's Horcruxes. <laughs> and as you can see, these are just clips of Harry Potter and Tom Brady. Which how is... many views does this have? This is 1,500 views. Yeah, that's what I thought found so funny because you two buzzwords like Tom Brady and Horcrux, they yeah. only like cobbled together 1500 views over like nine years. Then, even if one's body is attacked or destroyed, one cannot die. For part of the soul remains earthbound and undamaged. It's an object in which a person has hidden a fragment of one. Is hidden in a snake? Yes. Plenty of NFL fans have learned to hate the Patriots just as that was like the big moment at the end. Neville cuts the head off the snake, and you go like, "Yeah, good for you, man." Oh, as you guys both know, I'm sure. There's such a hatred for the team that even Giants. I just it this shit like drives me nuts. Like, and I said it off air, but like, you're you ostensibly know who Tom Brady is if you click this video. You probably know what a Horcrux is if you click this video. But still, the first two minutes of this video is explaining who both of those are. Webster's yeah. Dictionary defines Tom Brady as or he who must not be named, or most famously. He gave all three names for Voldemort. Like, fuck you, dude. It's, I think it rules that somebody took the time to make a 10-minute video about Harry Potter and Tom Brady for people who would presumably not be a fan of either. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a weird, weird intersection, sort of. You got to trust that the audience is out there for your stuff. You can't... Uh, I'm gonna let you guys have at this for a minute. I want to get a glass of wine. I've seen this one before. Okay. Uh, you know, I can't. I can't. I got. I'll be back in like 30 seconds. They're supposed to be hard to destroy. That's why you might have expected Brady's longtime helmet to have been a Horcrux. After all, he did wear it to four Super Bowls. But last summer, he was forced to abandon it after NFL equipment rule changes became fully implemented. Brady had joked that they just didn't like the way the old helmet was working up in New England. And although his dip in production <laughs> probably This is un- incredibly tedious. Factors, yeah, I really can't believe it. Why Tom Brady left it's... the Patriots video, the Horcrux helmet... Brendan did it again. He found... <laughs> I mean, the Patriots <laughs> were constantly making... He found something almost completely unbearable. that helmet... Then suddenly they get it's eliminated in even, the wild card Did you say I've done it and I found something completely unbearable? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah this is like... Taken from atop his head. A drive behind. A drive behind, <laughs> a drive behind is the second Horcrux. The first one's his helmet, right? He always has to have a clean ass. 
Brady is a Tom Brady, it's, if he's a stickler for anything, he, uh, it's a clean ass. It's his center's ass, if you guys would listen. Oh. See? Clean your damn ass if you want to be my center. And, you know, that's just helping them, too. Because, you know, a clean ass is the key to a healthy life. And Brady makes no apologies about it. Coming up with wet hands is not only gross, but it also impacts how he does his job. It can lead to errant passes, fumbles, or bad snaps. Speaking about Brady, Patriot Center David Andrews said, It was something that was very... Avoiding... Uh, how is... I, I don't see... Grabs you as a rookie in training camp how is this a horcrux though is like i don't want my center wh whom i'm always in very close contact with to have a wet ass yeah that is that is funny that by the second horcrux he's lost the thread he's already yeah in a 10 minute video with with still six minutes of this thing left this is something that this is not a horcrux and i again i've not read any of that i've done almost nothing about harry potter but, I, but this doesn't seem to be like a piece of him left behind that Alex will come back and bring him back to life. If, so, uh, yeah. so the, the, cut down. the thing of the Horcruxes is that you can make anything, like any object a Horcrux, but Voldemort picked like emotionally significant objects. So that's what they're trying to do. But that's not an object. A no, man is not an object. It's, it's just, it, yeah. A sweaty ass towel would be a fun Horcrux, I think. But, oh, what an annoying shirt. <laughs> I, I can't wait to get you a pliability TB12 shirt. Well, my joke last week was that I wanted Mike to get, I wanted to get Mike a Gridiron Heights shirt so that he would have to have conversations with people who knew what who got the reference that I, say, I, I i'm sure you would you would run into somebody in new york city like absolutely you would oh yeah yeah for as sure I, as i've said before send me anything whatever not whatever stupid novelty item that you would like to purchase for me brendan just send it to me i will i will wear it i'll wear it on camera and if you're lucky i'll send you a picture of me out on the damn street wearing it i've uh, i've sent you one novelty item Soul. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, this is the stolen Brady jersey. Is another Horcrux. Well, that that might actually work. This makes sense. I yeah. gotta tell you, I am much more interested in. I've just seen the. There's a Con Cowherd video titled "This Is How LeBron James Is Like Star Wars," <laughs> and I think I am more. I am more interested in that. The 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 Tom Brady Horcrux man has clearly put a lot of effort into this, but it's not stupid enough. You ready to put it to bed? It's very stupid. Yeah. Um, but okay. but it's not but it's not grabbing my attention in a way that um it All right. I expect it to be more ridiculous. It's uh it's just bad. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll I'll, I'll stick on <laughs> uh this is how LeBron James is like Star Wars from Colin Cowherd, who at best has a tenuous grasp of Star Wars, let's be frank. All right. And this LeBron trilogy actually reminds me a little bit of the Star Wars stuff. It started with A New Hope. Uh -huh. Starts with A New Hope. That's He arrives in the NBA in Cleveland. Whoa, okay. I was into that. <laughs> Who is this? Wow. Interesting characters. He's amazing. Then it goes to the Emperor... Em Empire Strikes Empire, Back. Empire. <laughs> Empire Strikes yeah, yeah, Back. rules. This is already good. Then there's a Return of the Jedi. <laughs> kind of the, uh-oh, he's back in Cleveland. He's back in Cleveland. True. And now part four, it's that crappy phantom. Oh, no. He's oh, now. he's gone out of, see, oh, he's. Honestly, K-Love is Jar Jar Bing. This must have been, oh. like, just after he lost the, the finals the first year in Miami. No longer he's like, well, you're the phantom menace now, bitch. Yeah. It was, there, there's been four stages of it. He arrives in what about as the young. What about the, the <laughs> eight years of his career? Struggles, can't beat Boston, struggles, struggles. Interesting. Then he ditches Cleveland. Has an affair, goes to Miami. Interesting, 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 interesting wins titles. Okay, now three is he's victorious in Miami. The move was smart and the move worked. Okay, that was interesting too. He finally gets past Boston. He beats Chicago. And then the fourth is, oh, he goes back to Cleveland. What do I care? I don't live in Cleveland. Okay. That is all interesting. I don't see how how it's it's like Star Wars. It that was it was so thin. That was it's very, very I, I thin. It's, it's mostly based off the titles. Yeah, it's it's exclusively based off the titles. Uh, and then he put 
it, and he doesn't even know that uh, the Phantom Menace was a prequel. Mm -hmm. uh, he he might, but uh, for the purposes of his argument, uh, it didn't didn't use it as such. He clearly doesn't because it make it makes way more sense to say just like LeBron, the first stage in Cleveland when they were bad was like the prequels, and then he goes to Miami and it's like a new hope, and now he's in Miami. It works way better when you actually like understand what the fuck you're talking about at all. Mm -hmm. I got mad right there. I got a little mad. I blacked out. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen back to that and see if I said anything I'll regret. Kong uh, yeah. Cowherd people. Yeah. Uh, start making more threats, Brendan. We can get into. Uh, uh, we can have that. Can be a bit. We can have that as a segment. Brendan yeah. threatens uh, Where, people well above his uh, social media station. Yeah, we uh, we ha we have you put it on paper and actually send it through the mail, and then we just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's what I like to do with all my threats. I like to get pen to paper. You want to make sure that they know that you don't want to just say it because then the person might forget. But if you send it as a letter, uh, that way they have it. You want to document it. It, it was important for me to put that because in front of Drew, because to me, like the nightmare for Colin Cowherd is to have to make a Star Wars reference and then filter it through someone like Drew. It's terrible. <laughs> like I, it must keep should him be, up at night. He should be he should be ashamed of himself. The the I'm not sure uh, if the current setup of the show, but uh, the last time I checked in with Colin Cowherd, um, there was. Um, the, they have the simulcast of his radio show or or might just be set up as if he's still on the radio on on Fox Sports and he sits there and uh, just basically just says all of his uh, bad opinions to a, a bored woman um, and there was a tremendous back and forth where uh, Cowherd came down against weed and then she oh. just and, and then uh and she just says something along the lines of, I don't have a problem with that. And then he just goes, oh, um, uh, me, me neither. Maybe they're afraid of all the uh, weed smoking that could happen. <laughs> well, aren't we all? Not uh, me. <laughs> me neither. Um... And it was one of the most, <laughs> it was one of the most brutal things I've ever seen on television is watching this, this 45 year old man squirm to pretend that he's actually cool with weed when he realized that somebody else in the room. <laughs> right. The, the pretty girl who works for him is like, I actually like weed. He's like, well, yeah, you know, I don't want to burn yeah. this bridge too quickly. Oh, so. tremendous. He, um, but uh, Colin Cowherd is also uh, famous for uh, some of the, some of the uh, worst opinions ever given. Um, most uh, John Wall can never, uh, can never be a good leader because he grew up without a father um oh wow uh, he just missing uh, that little piece of him that would have you know if he uh, had a father it would have been way better uh, for him to lead yeah. other men um you do dominicans aren't smart enough to make their own decisions uh things of Yikes. that nature oh yeah that was like after the world baseball classic stuff right wasn't that somewhere something with that or was that like a steroid scandal thing he it, definitely uh, got like hot on dominicans specifically <laughs> It's not yeah, good. It just like it was something. It was a sort of roundabout way that he said it. Is just like uh, it just like and people are like what well, like what well, like we're not smart enough. Like they're doing it in the Dominican Republic, <laughs> just like no no. Like and if they're doing it, it's like oh what? right yeah. It was like like the it was like a roundabout way of just like implying that given United States like infrastructure and 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 size, just like whatever we're doing is better than whatever the fuck they're doing over there. And if mm -hmm. they can do it. We can yeah. certainly do it. Uh, what is your exposure to sports, Drew? Do you watch anything? Uh, I don't anymore. I used to watch a lot of hockey, but I got burnt out on it, and I just stopped watching. Hey, that'll happen. I've uh, I've burned out on the NFL this year. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I still watch like more than I should for somebody who's burned out. But then when you know playoff time comes, I don't watch any of it. And yeah. I just don't have a TV anymore, and I don't say that in the way like I I don't even have a television because I still watch TV. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I've watched Star Wars all the time, um, but I don't have an actual TV where I get cable, and I know I can get streaming and stuff. But I'll set you up with my pirated uh, my pirated cable. You're gonna there love you it. There you go. You go from nothing to thousands. It. Um... I thought that was a TV behind you. 
Uh, no, now, it's my it's that's fireplace. my fireplace. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's the my secret fireplace. It's my Not secret bad. weapon. Not bad. Yeah. But uh, but watching sports currently is um with with coronavirus uh it all just sort of feels bad. Like you can't anytime that you actually do get caught up in in what's happening, they pull the camera out and you just go, oh, no one's there. Yeah. Uh, or in the NHL currently, um, uh, I play fantasy hockey and of my, I guess you have 15 or 16 players on your roster and eight of them had games postponed at the same time uh, for COVID. And you just go yeah. like, well, this all feels a bit pointless, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Hard, it's hard to get excited or feel good about any of it. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It, like as an outsider looking in, it's it's very strange. Being very like, oh, why needless. Are, yeah. Being like, why are we, why are they still doing that anyways? I'm like, the, like I, I was reading about how they had the they have separate like they're using multiple dressing rooms for hockey teams. Um just to keep people spread out and then but then they're they're sitting beside each other all all game and and it also like, really really like ruins the uh the romanticized like like halftime coaches speech where you mm -hmm. rally the troops and you're just like well i mean defense is in the other room you might want to go deliver this one again yeah having to give the same speech just <laughs> uh, by the time you get to the yeah once you get to the last group of like 10 guys and just go like yeah. all right listen you if you you could hear me through the wall and it's i'm not going to say it again yeah it's like it's like just a, a bit it's like exactly why our podcast wasn't good before while we still lived with each other because we just like constantly going from one locker room to the other it's like and you know i said it to the other guys before and i'm sure you know i already i, I we went over this before the show so um <laughs> as we were saying off mic now people love that people love to hear what goes on uh uh backstage people love to hear the inside stuff it's like uh, like an Opie and Anthony when uh, you just hear all the uh, arguments among comedians. And oh, yeah. Hear, That's and you great. just hear about what happened uh, last week and who's mad at who. Yeah. A comedian beef is the funniest. That's that... <laughs> that's just the most entertaining stuff. These guys, yeah. these, these, <laughs> these, because they're, I mean, working in comedy is the one of the, I mean, it's one of the lowest things you can do. <laughs> like, and just so, especially like like radio. Yeah, I, I remember uh, when uh, Brian from uh, from Street Fight, uh, the way he described it uh, when he was doing his uh, uh, Shocktober thing, um, and says that the one thing he couldn't get over was that how everybody talks about comedy like it's this strongman contest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's just all of uh, all the world's most annoying people are trying to really hurt each other's feelings. And um, I, I listened to so much of it when I was at, at the at the absolute worst age to be listening to it. When I was like 14. I was listening to a lot of Opie and Anthony. Yeah, was, that's not good for you. No, it does. It doesn't do well for like informing your worldview or making you think that like comedy is just being mean to people. Yeah. But the, I, I, I do, and also from uh, years ago on Twitter, you used to always be able to see uh, comedians just screaming at each other. Like that's uh, that that was the. Now they all need Netflix deals, so you can't do it. But um, but that was uh, that was in, in like 2011. Twitter was mostly just comedians being upset with each other and and having those fights publicly. Uh, I seem to remember saying to my younger brothers, like friends, just like bragging about how good I was at roasting people. And then they, you just, they're just like, well, roast me. And it's just like, well, no, I got nothing, actually. Oh. <laughs> it's just, uh, you're stupid and young and fat or something. It's yeah. like, well, gotta, okay. Anyway. Just had a very healthy effect on my life at a young age. <laughs> Too, uh, yeah. Just yelling yeah. at 12 year olds. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a mean, it's mean comedy. Yeah, I like being pleasant now, except to the yeah. Gridiron Heights people. It's a better life to be to be nice. People, uh, you know, it was advice that I wasn't willing to take uh, 20 years ago. But you know what? Hey, why not? True. I'll get like people at work who's like like a kid will do something and they'll just like start screaming at them. And just like, why do yeah. you how do you have the energy uh, yeah. for this? Isn't it just like easier to just give this 11 year old a second chance and not scream at them? 
You should never be at the point where you're screaming at somebody. Like, come on. Not le- <laughs> come on. Oh, come on. I, I, I can't tell you the last time I screamed at an 11-year-old. I would have to say when I was probably roughly 11. Or perhaps when I was 13, my sister was mm-hmm. 11. There you go. I Yeah. We said when Seth was on a few weeks ago that uh, I can't remember the last time I've even spoken to a child. <laughs> just, I don't know what they do. I don't know what they're like. Just not a part I, of your life. I don't know what children are interested in. I, I, I don't have a clue. And I, I it doesn't make me feel old um, because I, I don't think I would enjoy the same things. It's not like I would feel left behind by the children, but I'm just I it's too much to learn there's there's too much stuff available oh there's so much stuff like i'll yeah. just put on like like uh music at work and the kids will complain about it and like you know the one thing i always say to the children is just like we don't like your music your music's bad and i was like i like my music and frankly it would be weird if you and i liked the same stuff 11 year old girl like yeah that's it like you shouldn't have a lot in common maybe i should just become maybe i should just become an office gift person do it i'm gonna i i would make a lot of friends i think you would i I think my favorite people are the um marvel cinematic universe update people the Mm -hmm. people that like read the tea leaves and be like so if this person's getting cast he kind of looks like this bad guy from the comics and if that's true that means that this is going to happen in the movies and that expands us to this part of the universe and that's very exciting, as we all know. <laughs> I love that. I that, I mean, that's an industry in itself right there. It is. There's so many of those guys. It, it's, it's like after every episode of like, fuck, what's it called? The new Disney Plus show. WandaVision. Yes. After every episode of WandaVision, there's something that eventually pops up to my YouTube. It's like mm-hmm. 47 Easter eggs from this episode of WandaVision. And it's like. This person and every fucking scene is broken down frame by frame and they'll have just like files or like names on computers and be like this name. If you look it up, mm-hmm. this is the name of the I don't remember the guy They're just like this is the white knight. This is the knight. And if this guy is in the universe, if we're making this canon, mm-hmm. that means that yeah. you're getting nightmare, the bad guy nightmare. There you go. All right. It's Good amazing stuff. As a rule, I enjoy even if I do not consume it, any sort of recap or review show that is as long or longer than the episode uh, it is reviewing, I thoroughly uh, enjoy that. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, tons of podcasts like that. I mean, the the one that I actually like listened to a few of and and liked was the Star Wars Minute, where they just went through each. Uh, Star Wars property and just each podcast was them covering one minute at a time of the movie and they, wow. they they were getting like big guests they were getting like you know big internet guests at least like all of the Chapo people at one point or another were on the show and like you know I, I, I thought it was a pretty funny premise because they don't have to do any work they just chop up uh, one minute at a time and they I think they've made it through every single movie wow that's that's impressive it's a work ethic getting through all that getting as now it's the episodes are a minute at a time or they have they just they watch a minute at a time and then they're just going okay they watch one minute at a time of a star wars movie and they talk about that minute and it's it's not bad it's Hmm. it's a fine podcast uh they kind of throw away the premise as they're doing it like they obviously go through it but then you know i mean well you can't start talking about what happens now next or the greater part of the scene because then you're spoiling next week's episode well i think the implication is that everybody has seen this multiple times like i i know well when i when i was at the point in my life where i was just like basically just following the, the extended chapo universe um will no i'm not will uh matt and virgil don't, were on you don't even know their names that was that <laughs> was a guy he's a guy <sighs> interrupt me at the beginning interrupt me at the end I don't know what to do here. You want to side myself with rage. This guy is the big, big Chapo uh, fan. They, they talked about like intergalactic, uh, like economy and how it actually is bullshit the way they have it like set up. I don't really remember the details, but well, I disagree. I think it all works. 
<laughs> I have I haven't I haven't listened to it, but I disagree. I think <laughs> George Lucas thought about if it didn't work, he went to put it in the movie. So don't have you ever seen? It. Have you ever uh, you, the way that he wanted it to go? Uh, like the the original script that he that Disney bought from him for the next trilogy. I don't know exactly uh, everything about it. I know like Luke was training. I think people there was like a like a race of like midichlorian like people. Oh wow! Were called like the uh, the sages or something something like that. Um, that were like like the keepers of the force, and mm-hmm. like it wasn't didn't sound terrible. And Disney bought it from him, and then they just like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna listen to JJ though. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the best decision. They probably, I mean, I, w- I, I don't know if I would listen to George Lucas either. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they should have been listening buying, to the dude from Swingers this whole time. We're buying this for yeah. from you out of politeness, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna think about it. But he was like butt hurt, like after after like the not probably like the second movie. He was like mad. He's like, I gave them like shit to use, and they didn't use any of it. It's mm-hmm. like they bought it from me, and now I can't use it. Yeah. I would probably feel bad too if I were him. Uh, you know, imagine being able to uh, your idea from where the first one was made in 1977 that you're still <laughs> you're still around, and it is basically the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And and no one wants your advice. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you it's had a very three movies odd, in there, George. It's it's, it's an odd it. it's, it's an odd position to be in. And yeah, yeah. He, he sold it. But like you know, I hope he's man. happy. I hope he's happy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, who knows if if there would be any Star Wars happening if it weren't for Disney. You don't but know, you're, but you're you're like genuinely a Star Wars fan, though, right? I am. I am. What is? I mean, now I'm just gonna ask you a bunch of Star Wars questions. I don't know how many sure. people actually like ask you direct Star Wars questions because I assumed so much of this was an act. I didn't well, think that you actually. I mean, I know a lot of this. <laughs> like I'm never story. going. I'm. I'll never tell anybody how much of an act it is. And um, real, so but. so I'm just gonna probe. I'm gonna probe at you a little bit. Did have okay. you read any of the books? Uh, no. Okay. Um, neither have I. What did you think of the solo movie? I liked it. I you, it's too, you genuinely it's, liked it. The the color is too dark. Okay. It's too, but you, you but can't you liked see it. anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just heard somebody describe it as uh, explaining a joke. And I was like, yeah, that, that rings true to me. Like, this, this didn't need to happen, in my opinion. Uh, what is your yeah. favorite Star Wars movie? Or is it The Mandalorian? Um, no, probably Empire Strikes Back. I think so. I think that's a solid. Okay. Do you I'm watch like the that. Star Wars explainer videos after like stuff happens in no. Mandalorian? No. <laughs> <laughs> not not as not as not like not to, Oh boy, he's qualifying if now. If I'm looking for something funny to watch, you know. Okay. So did you know when they started bringing up like Grand Admiral Thrawn and the Mandalorian, oh. we're just like, got it, know who that guy oh, is. Yeah, I watched the cartoon series. Oh, I forgot about the cartoon and series. And Thrawn was in the cartoon series. So. Uh, what's your favorite cartoon series? Um, Clone Wars or the other one? Uh, Clone <laughs> Wars. Fuck. Clone Fuck. Wars is is better than than Rebels. Okay, I've I've. Uh, but I, I've I don't seen... like either of them that much, to be honest. Okay, are you ever gonna read the books? No. No. <laughs> I'm maybe like listen to an audio book or something. Um, I, I think this is probably the last one. Uh, can you can you recommend like a couple Grogu accounts that Mike should follow just just to ruin them a little bit? I think the just the the one you need is for Grogu. <laughs> um, of course, your one stop the- shop is for Grogu. <laughs> It's just it's for Grogu. It's just is, the, it, is, at, is that the one where they own tons of dolls and they're just like staging? Oh, and no, that's mostly on Instagram. For that one, you there's I mean there's lots. There's Baby Yoda of Texas. There's there's uh, Blur's Day <laughs> with Baby Yoda. There's Baby Yoda of Texas. Yeah, yeah. It's named, Baby... it's named like a car dealership. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are the um, franchise. Yeah, Mike Piazza Hyundai. 
<laughs> There's a lot, uh, but on on Twitter, um, for Grogu usually has the cutest pictures. That's the number four, and then Grogu. I think I think that that's what drives me the craziest about stuff when you post it. When you go like, "This is so cute," and like, <laughs> "God the... damn it!" You <laughs> have to. He he has such a sweet face. That little it's, guy. They they really got it right. Uh, mm-hmm. Full credit to like as soon as everyone saw uh, uh, Grogu, that people. I think uh, the, the most immediately loved uh, character uh, of basically anything. Obviously, uh, people are talking about Muncher a lot these days. Uh, everyone, the the name Muncher is on everyone's lips, but um, but that might long term will uh, Brendan's mom uh, knit. A muncher for him as she has uh, a grogu muncher's uh, muncher's gonna go the way of gritty stay around forever <laughs> just become insufferable yeah that's oh, what okay. it's gonna that's what it's gonna be yeah grogu my, transcends it my mom uh our our uh mike's current roommate my my former roommate uh mentioned wanting a uh uh well it was baby yoda back then doll um and my mom is uh very good at knitting and like crocheting so she made her one i'm trying to find a picture of it on my phone it's actually pretty impressive mike you could probably literally just walk over to a room and grab it um i Um, I don't know but you're not going to i don't know where it is um but i enjoy you as the panic starts to set in while you scroll through your phone um hoping that you can find the picture quickly enough so that uh, draw this out mike here we go here's a picture of michael and i well, don't select it. Just fucking the, like, let me click that. You can then hold up to a screen in an audio format. Yeah, I'll make this the cover photo. Pretty good. There we all are together in our old backyard. Pretty good. <laughs> There's I I have uh, actually uh, I'll I'll find him. I'll I'll put him on the on on Twitter later of uh, of Brendan laying down on a couch uh, taking selfies of himself holding it. Oh, that's so uh, no, I have those. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's so adorable. Oh, yeah, you have. I have the I, I have it from across the, the other side of the, the yard. Yeah. You actually have the pictures that were taken there. Oh, oh and there's Don, and then and then and then Donald Trump <laughs> eating a taco salad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't know that face. was in there. That's so nice. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so adorable. <laughs> it's so perfect. What if? What will the reaction be as he grows? People, I don't know. Do you think he's, uh, yeah. His, do, you, do you think he's going to come back to the show? In, oh in his, yeah, I in think his teen years. And Grogu is what? It's like fifty. Fifty. So, yeah, well, Mike, you haven't seen the show. He left the show at the end of the season. He he, he was taken by Luke, not like kidnapped. He was kidnapped by Luke Skywalker. Uh, he got canceled for eating those eggs. It's true. It didn't last long. I knew I know enough about the show to know that people were mad that he ate uh, eggs and felt, felt it was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. It certainly well, was, but he's a child. Disrespectful, yeah. He's a child and he's learning. He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> this is the longest Mike's ever talked about Star Wars. <laughs> I, don't, I don't dislike it. I'm just not that. I just I, I just don't follow. I only I I just buy the Funkos. I don't watch it. I think we'll see a, a Grogu movie. Uh, a teen Grogu, <laughs> and yeah, he's gonna—he'll be fully trained as a Jedi. Maybe not fully trained, but he'll go maybe on a mission with Luke, and Luke will—Luke uh, will get trapped or something. We're gonna yeah. we're, Grogu's we're gonna, gonna have to save Luke. Yeah, we're gonna see a, a teen Grogu smoke a cigarette. He's gonna uh, get his dick sucked he- off. <laughs> <laughs> Grogu sex scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want? Uh, do you want to see Gina Carano's character recast? Would you like to see her redeemed? Would you I like to see her just written out of the show entirely? I don't. I don't care if they recast or if they just leave her out. It's not an important character. I mean, it's 
it's, it's. I really enjoyed a tweet, and I wish I remembered who, who who said it. But it was like it's it's amazing to me that Gina Carano got uh, kicked off Star Wars, um, and it wasn't because of her acting. Yeah, yeah, like she's not a, a good actor. She has that physical presence, you know. But I don't know. Honestly, God, this is all I wanted of this episode. I wanted to have a genuine conversation with you about Star Wars. There you go. Because as I said, I thought a lot of this was was shtick. <laughs> just to figure <laughs> out just like what level this actually is as you post these Grogu memes all yeah. day. It's all it's all it's all true. <laughs> it's all true. It was me, Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. I think that's where we're gonna end it. Um, all right. We we got deep into the brain of Drew. We uh we we do you know oh Mike left. He decided oh, that he, he was he was done with this. All right. There we go. Uh, um yeah. It was uh, a, a pleasure to have you. It was it was great. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. And I'm, uh, and please I, plug all your stuff, and I'll leave links and oh in the, um, uh, info. Well, I came I back. Thank you. Thanks um, for not interrupting, Drew. <laughs> this um, can I interrupt you again? His internet's going out. I have a uh, Glopel warning, which is on Wednesdays, um, every Wednesday with uh, Josiah. Where we're solving all the world's problems, and then on Saturdays we have the Saturday streamers um, at 7 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. my time in Canada. We watch videos. We have a lot of fun. Um, That's uh Twitch.tv. Is it same as your Twitter Twitter handle? Yeah, slash same rapping as, for safety. Rapping for yeah, safety. Yeah, same as my Twitter handle. Okay. And that's it. That's it. What about Tusk Thursday? Oh, Tusk Thursday is a sm- small time. Tusk Thursday, you could, we, we, it's uh, same time. Actually, Saturday streamers is at 8 p.m., um, not 7 p.m. Tusk Thursday is at 7 p.m. We listen to uh, Tusk by Fleetwood Mac, or sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just listen to whatever. We just do what I, <laughs> we just do what I want. So, um, Well, it, Great to have you. Hopefully we'll have you again sometime soon. Yeah, I'd love it. You can identify with this. We end every episode with the same song by the same band. We end every episode with the song Control by Puddle right. of Mud. And uh, enjoy it. All right. Control of you. I love the way you look.